0: It's my pre-budget specials. Please to welcome Prashant Nair, national news editor at CNBC-TV18. He heads the entire reporting team at the uh, the channel. He's been covering and reporting on India's leading companies for a decade and a half. Also recorded uh, as one of the most astute commentators on financial markets, particularly the stock markets. Incidentally, he's covered global summits like the World Economic Forum in Davos for a number of years. Uh, nice to meet you. I hope the family in you are safe and healthy and you've got both your vaccines, Prashant. Uh,
1: thanks so much, Rishi. Uh, great to be here. Absolutely. Uh, double jab and uh, safe so far.
0: Lovely. COVID, inflation, economic growth, unemployment, infrastructure. Do you think the finance minister has to walk a tightrope and uh, strike the right balance between populism and growth? It's not an easy one.
1: I mean, uh, I think you almost gave away the headline for the next day, Arushi, because <laughs> I mean, it's, it's going to be a tightrope. It always is a tightrope, isn't it? I mean, uh, the expenditure is limited. Uh, the ability of the government to increase expenditure is limited. Tax collections, though, have been buoyant, extremely buoyant, actually, uh, in the year gone by, but uh, they're nowhere close to where they were pre-COVID, I mean, uh, they've really taken a hit. So the ability of the uh, the government to really expand, uh, you know, expenditure uh, to areas which uh, require care is going to be limited. So I mean, it's essentially uh, the quality, of the expenditure is what will be watched very, very closely, uh, as always. I mean, you know, th- this budget comes in the backdrop of this is the second budget post-COVID, right? I mean, the two thousand and nine, uh, two thousand and twenty budget happened right before COVID struck. The twenty-one budget was the first one after COVID. And uh, the government actually did manage to walk the tightrope. They were fiscally conservative, uh, but they also managed to spend on uh, infrastructure, CAPEX, etc. Uh, And I think uh, the, uh, I mean, we hope they kind of repeat that performance this time as well.
0: That's wonderful. I know you get asked this a lot uh, Prashant but you're going to have to allow me to do that because uh, my listeners need to know this do you see the upcoming elections influencing the budget
1: uh to some degree it i think will uh, so uh, if you ask people uh, in uh, the stock markets investors institutional investors uh, they do expect that there will be some there, there will be a tinge of populism in the budget because of uh, the importance of uh, especially the Uttar Pradesh elections uh, but in what shape and form again i mean it goes back to the point of how much can you really do uh, with the limited resources you have, I mean, you know, one stunning statistic has been that uh, almost uh, what 70% of uh, government expenditure every year is basically tied up. I mean, there's nothing you can do out of that. I mean that goes towards paying salaries, uh, committed uh, investment, which has to go in every year, etc., etc. Interest payments, for example, government borrowing uh, have to be taken care of. So there is limited room with that other 30%, which is left, approximately 30%, which is left. And uh, uh, yeah, I mean, so there there is expectation that, and maybe it's the near of the hour as well to kind of take care of the lower uh, economic strata of the population uh, through some social security net. There's been a lot of buzz around that. uh, And that kind of ties in with, of course, I mean, as you said, elections as well. Uh, so we'll have to see uh, how much how much of that uh, uh, sort of finds itself finds its way into the budget
0: we've heard the phrase ease of business so many times that it's come out coming out of every bore. <laughs> but my logical question is: How do you rate an entrepreneur's tax structure and compliance requirements in India? Can we see people experiencing ease of business?
1: Uh, you know, so this has been something which the government has been uh, sort of very focused on. So let me begin by saying that uh, two years, two and a half years back, the government, for example, cut corporate tax rates right significantly. Uh, there was also uh, the uh, there was they also cut tax rates if companies, for example, were setting up new greenfield projects, which means projects uh, from the scratch. So do you count much lower rates of taxation as easier doing business? I guess, I guess you do. Uh, one will have to. Uh, but I think beyond that, uh, the government has also been sort of talking about bringing down, uh, having a more simplified tax structure. What I mean by that is, for example, uh, a lot of the exemptions, which are a part of a direct taxes, which is both for individuals and companies, uh, a lot of the exemptions perhaps need to go. That's why the government, for example, uh, I think it was two years ago, introduced a new tax regime. I mean, we, they, they were testing the waters. So if you had the option, they gave the option, you can stick with the old regime or you can go on to the new regime. In the new regime, uh, you know, you essentially will not have the exemption, like for example, ATC, etc. The exemptions will go away. Uh, but of course, I mean, there has been limited... Uh, takeoff there. I mean, you know, people have not really, I think, what, five, six percent of the uh, taxpayer base is really uh, taken to that. Uh, so, you know, uh, but as I said, the government was testing waters. Will we see something in this budget? It's unlikely that they, the government goes ahead and says, well, okay, we're we moving to this new tax regime, you know, because, they, as I said, there's been limited offtake But uh, we'll, have, we'll have to see. There's limited scope in terms of reducing the rates of taxation. That much, I think, is pretty clear. So, I mean, you never know I mean there'll be a small amount of tinkering here and there but I think your question was focused on uh, entrepreneurs, people who want to start oh. businesses and that that, that part that uh, section uh, so one doesn't know I mean one can be hopeful uh, but uh, I think it, it'll have to be to make the tax structure more simplified rather than just tinkering with the rates of taxation.
0: Lots of Chinese whispers floating around, Prashant. Do you anticipate an announcement of government-approved cryptocurrency? How should we as investors approach that?
1: There may be something, but I'm not very sure that there will be uh, because, you know, there has not been enough discussion or debate around it, right? Uh, So, uh, one expected, for example, the bill to be uh, discussed in that last uh, parliament session. Yep. Uh, but uh, it was not. So we'll just have to, uh, there is there is a buzz that may, it may come up in some shape and form and the government may say something about it in the budget and then take it up later uh, for discussions. I mean, basically provide guidance on what the government plans to do. Uh, so that is possible, but in terms of uh, putting it into the finance bill in one way or the other and then kind of passing it later when the budget comes up for approval, I think it's unlikely. The chances are low, limited.
0: There have been talks of state tax. Can that be a reality?
1: Uh, in in what way, uh, Rish? But individual state taxes. Uh, look, a lot of the taxes, a lot of the indirect taxation is now in, under the ambit of the Goods and Services Tax, right? Yeah. Uh, so I, it's, I mean, you know, the centre collects and then distributes. Uh, so uh, earlier, uh, states used to collect. Uh, said the centre used to collect, but I mean, uh, the uh, ta- a lot of the taxation powers were subsumed within the centre. Uh, there is, of course, there are lots of areas where there still uh, still wills uh, power to uh, tax. Uh, but I don't think there is anything dramatic which is which is expected. I mean, the Goods and Services Council, for example, decides taxation on a variety of things, uh, and uh, and that is the reason why, if you uh, sort of speak with. Uh, people who track this the, the budget closely, economic watchers, etc., the importance of the budget, right, uh, from a point of view of taxation has gone down because so much of the tax-related stuff, indirect taxation stuff happens outside of the budget uh, in all of the GST meetings, etc., which, uh, which happened. And there also, I mean, there is demand that you should have a more simpler, unified, I mean, we don't need these five, six slams, right? There should be a single low rate of taxation, uh, and uh, that will lead to buoyancy, etc. But I mean, that's that's it's got nothing to do with the budget anymore. That's uh, that's up to the GST council.
0: It actually segues very nicely into my next question. Uh, any consensus on bringing petrol and diesel under GST? Uh, has the GST committee reached any consensus on that? How will that impact us, Prashant?
1: Not really. Not really. I mean, I don't think uh, that is something which comes up. By the way, uh, this you know this is also coming up. Uh, International crude oil prices, by the way, are uh, on the boil, right? I mean, we're almost at $90 a barrel. We import 2% of the stuff. uh, India is a country. Uh, So this has a great deal of impact. So I'm not sure that you know there will be there will be anything firm in terms of bringing that under the ambit of the uh, ambit of and of course there is a fair bit of oppo- opposition as far as states are concerned right because uh, the states get to tax uh, petrol diesels etc they they apply, they charge VAT so uh, you know it's it's it, I, I would say it's unlikely that uh, something of that uh, finds a mention in the budget in any case. They, they may they may say something, it's possible, of course, an outside chance, uh, and then it'll have to be deliberated upon. And then, I mean, you know, the GSC council, as I said, said earlier, will have to take that up to uh, decide what the appropriate rate, etc. is and how it will really work.
0: I'm going to go out on a limb and say that privatization is not really uh, taken off. You can feel free to correct me. You're the expert. But do you think the Air India deal will lay some foundation in this budget? You know, what's the way forward as far as that is concerned?
1: Uh, Rishi, so, you know, uh, the it was a big deal, right? They, uh, finally, the government uh, has uh, sold uh, Air India. I, you know, the, the transfer is essentially going to happen on the 27th, 27th sure. of Jan, uh, change of hands. Uh, so it is uh, it is a big deal. But the other track record in terms of what they have said that they would like to do, for example, the LIC, the Life Insurance Corporation divestment, uh, and it's, it's the largest ever, uh, so it's a big one. I, you know, and the market conditions have soured a little bit, so you can maybe blame that. Uh, but it's unlikely that that'll happen. It'll have to wait for F523. Uh, so it's possible that the government adds that uh, a potential receipt of divestment proceeds from the LIC IPO in the budget. And that's going to be a big number. There was BPCL, for example, Bharat Petroleum, which the government had spoken about, you know, so but that's been a bit of a, it's it's gone, it's, it's been a slow burner in that sense. So not very much has happened, although there have been suitors. There's been a lot of back and forth, uh, but that is something which has not yet happened. There is container cooperation, which is another company. So, I mean, you know, it, uh, it's been compared to what the target was in F522. Uh, the record has been extremely patchy, uh, but, you know, we remain hopeful that uh, it uh, pace will pick up. If you're a skeptic, you know, you'll say that, well, you don't. You, it's unlikely that 2022, you'll have market conditions as favorable as they were in 2021, right? Uh, we, we had an up and up kind of a market. So if you had to sell something, well, that was the time to do it. But, uh, you know, the government has, of course, said many times that it is committed to uh, selling what they call non-strategic assets. Uh, so it's, 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 uh, I think they will reiterate that a lot of the work is still going on, for example, in the case of LIC, and it has been going on. Uh, so we'll just have to wait and see. I think it'll be a big number, including what, the, what they expect from the LIC IPO.
0: A good amount is allocated towards the Rural Employment Generation Scheme, if I'm not mistaken. It's called the NREGS. Do you think, Prashant, it's benefiting the economy overall?
1: You know, uh, it's quite interesting. Uh, so uh, it's, it's, it's been a big buffer, right? I mean, in a, in a, in a country without social security, uh, I think uh, it has really helped. Uh, and by the way, the offtake from that uh, scheme, right? I mean, it's basically demand for work. So demand for work uh, shot up during, I mean, if you remember the depths of the COVID second wave, of yeah. course, when the lockdown, et cetera, happened, uh, the government had to increase allocation for uh, Manrega, uh, this particular scheme. So it has acted as a social security net for the lowest strata of the population. Uh, And I think, as you said earlier, this is also something which is the uh, uh, budget, which is coming up right before important state elections. And I think that is one route which the government may actually use uh, to kind of uh, provide for. Uh, through that particular scheme. So, it's uh, it's possible that allocation for that actually goes up. And yes, to your question, it actually has helped, especially in the last two, two and a half years or so.
0: Textile and construction are two labor-centric industries. Can we expect anything on these fronts or other such industries in the budget?
1: Infrastructure is going to be a big uh, 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 sort of talking point. So, as I said, 2021, the budget was the first after COVID. Revenues were tight. Although, I mean, you know, uh, in hindsight, we know now that F522 tax buoyancy has been extremely strong. Tax collections have been extremely strong. But when the government presented the the budget in 2021, they did not know that will be the case. But even in that year, in 2021 budget, uh, the government managed to increase what they promised, that is the budgetary estimates uh, on infrastructure. When I say infrastructure, it means, you know, rail, railways, port, Everything, you know, aviation, everything. Uh, so they increased uh, the the allocation towards infrastructure by quite a bit, uh, which came as a very positive surprise. And uh, you know, the government was lauded for that. Well, the uh, markets, of course, like more the quality of expenditure is what matters, right? I mean, what are you exactly spending on? Uh, and, the, and and this is something which investors, et cetera, were pretty excited about. And I think the expectation is, if in that year uh, with uncertainty about tax of tax revenues, etc the government was able to allocate that. There will be a substantial increase this time around as well. Uh, I think the overall sort of number there is about five and a half odd lakh rolls last year. I think there is; uh, it's expected to go up to about seven lakh rolls. All I mean the total uh, expenditure uh, in in budget f five twenty three.
0: You know, I asked this question to uh, Sneha Shinoi, and I want to run you through this. It's a, it's a more of a look back or a look see, and I'd like you to react to this. If you can remember iconic budget announcements from the past, budget announcements that you thought. Or you felt created huge milestones. Need not just be one, two, or three of them. Anything that comes on the top of your mind, please tell us.
1: I mean, uh, I was, of course, not tracking budgets as I, I was, but I mean, of course, uh, the big one was uh, the uh, the ninety one budget, right, which uh, opened liberalisation. Liberalisation. There was a ninety nine budget, which was called the golden budget, uh, which was which was presented again. It gave a huge uh, boost uh, to the economy. There was, I think, uh, the one presented. Uh, under UP, it, I think it was 2008, 2009, I think, right after the financial crisis, right? Uh, again, extremely tricky time. Uh, that was the last proper crisis we had. Of course, I mean, you can call the COVID crisis, but it was short-lived. 2008, the global financial crisis was a big one. Uh, and the government had to kind of uh, stimulate the economy. So uh, they announced a big stimulus program right out of that crisis. Uh, of course, I mean... Uh, the complaint later became that the you know the civil stayed for far too long, and that created inflationary conditions. Uh, but I think that's another one. And of course, I mean, under uh, NDA one, there has been the budget where the GST announcement etc. was made. Uh, so that was that. has been a big one. Uh, actually, under uh, over the last two, the, the two terms of the NDA this time around, so much has been done outside of the budget, right, in terms of announcements etc. So the budget itself, because as I said, GST took away indirect taxation, right? I mean, otherwise, we used to see so much tinkering, uh, customs duty, this duty, that duty. But I think now with the GST on, a lot of the taxation has been taken out of the ambit of uh, the the, the budget. So I think... uh, you know, uh, it's 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 really become uh, a statement of accounts over the last uh, many years. And I think people welcome that, that why should the budget be this one point, one day in the year uh, when uh, there is so much built up, right? And the room for disappointment, room for surprise becomes humongously large. And I don't know if that's exactly, you know, something which is healthy. Uh, so it's a, it's a uh, reforms, announcements. And it's, it's been an ongoing process uh, not to take away from the budget, but I think that's been the way it has been. At least in under India won this time and in uh, the second term so far.
0: Okay, now we're going to get away from the specifics and uh, for people who've tuned in late or have come in late, uh, do a full overview. But Prashant, why should our listeners pay attention to the budget?
1: I mean, at the end of the day, you get a good sense, right, of uh, how your tax uh, tax money is being spent. I mean, towards what, right? Uh, is it being uh, spent towards building infrastructure? Is it being I mean. It's it's as simple as that. I mean, is it going into building bridges, roads, metros, rail, etc.? Is it going to kind of subsidize the poor, right? What is the direction that it's also a time when the government uh, sort of talks about what it wants to do, not just in the coming year, but you know, it kind of puts out, like for example, the new tax regime which 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 was put out. It the government did not implement it, but it said that this is what we want to do. We want to test the water. So it's also in a way directional. Uh, So I mean, if you're a taxpayer. And if you're a concerned uh, uh, citizen, I think it's a pretty important day uh, in terms of uh, just listening from the government in a comprehensive way, what really is the focus uh, of the government going to be. If you're an investor, I mean, I think it becomes doubly important because uh, there is still enough the government can do to kind of revive animal spirits, to give uh, to give uh, push to various sectors, etc. in the economy. Infrastructure, for example, is one which, where there is expectations. Otherwise, I mean, I would say this is a budget where, uh, expectations are kind of running low, but I think infra is still one area where uh, the expectations are there. So I think, I mean, you know, investor, not investor as, lo- as long as you're a taxpayer or even with, uh, not being, if you don't fall in the slab, I think it's a uh, it's a document which is uh, important. It uh, should should be well-tracked and uh, we hear from the government what their intent is going forward.
0: In, in a sense, you've answered this, but just to emphasize, where or which sector is the government likely to focus on this time? What is the expectation?
1: I would say two or three things, right? Boosting consumption is one. Uh, because uh, it's it's becoming increasingly clear. I mean, we talk to companies, for example, uh, you know, Bajaj Auto. Fifty percent of the sales is from lo- from the domestic economy. Uh, a lot of their sales are, uh, you know, come from uh, the lower sections of the economic strata. They're saying, well, that sect- that part of the ma- uh, market is hurting, right? Uh, HUL, that's as large a company in terms of FMCG sales. Again, they're saying, well, rural is hurting, uh, and so many other companies we speak with. I'm just mentioning two. Uh, and even without commentary from companies, I think it's pretty clear that maybe uh, you know, some help is required in terms of boosting consumption, maybe leave more hands in the money, uh, not necessarily sort of announce fresh schemes to transfer more money, but perhaps maybe collect less from that section, something. Uh, so that is one, boosting consumption broadly. I mean, there are various ways, various ways to do it. And second, of course, is I think the government's continues continued trust on infrastructure. Having said all of this, I think what is also important is that uh, even during the depths of the COVID crisis, right, the, the government has not really. It's been a polar. It's been polar opposite of what has happened in the West, uh, where uh, there was there's been a huge amount of stimulus. The US, for example, has been giving out checks, but they have got the opposite problem. We've got yep. uh, so the government has been pretty fiscally conservative. We, if you remember, we got that twenty lakh crore package which was announced. Uh, sometime in June or July of 2020. But it was not as if the government was sp- spending all that money. It was basically a lot of loan guarantees, right, uh, which the government said is, and that, all of that totals up to 20 lakh crores. Uh, and that, that did help. So the government has been con- fiscally conservative, and I think they will be fiscally conservative, especially at a time when interest rates around the world are starting to move higher. Uh, and that's why the markets, for example, if you've been uh, watching, uh, got roiled a, li- roiled a little bit all over the world. Uh, so this is not a time to uh, be fiscally responsible. They've not been that way in the past. I don't think it, that's something which uh, we should ex- we should expect them to be in this, in this particular budget as well. So as you began by saying, it's a tightrope, uh, Rishi.
0: Any expectations uh, with respect to relief on tax rates for the common man, uh, Not.
1: I mean, the standard deduction, for example, fifty thousand rupees. That may go up a little bit. Uh, can they can they do something more in terms of uh, interest on housing loan which stands at about 2 lakhs per year can that be increased a little bit uh, to bo- to kind of, sort of give a durable boost to uh, you know the housing sector which is again i mean a pretty important sector you mentioned construction earlier right i mean yeah. it generates a lot of employment et cetera, and housing sales et cetera, have picked up quite a bit over the last 6 months 7 months so yeah i mean i could go I mean, this, is, this all, every budget there's a long list of what we can expect right but realistically i would just say well there are these two
0: Rishan Nair, uh, National News Editor at CNBC-TV18, I really appreciate your time. Thanks very much for your pre-budget thoughts and uh, stay safe and healthy.
1: Rishi, thank you so much for having me. Thank you.